0: And welcome to this week's episode of Sorry You're In My Seat, a weekly podcast that unites two best friends on a quest to find the greatest movies of all time. My name's Aaron, and each week I have the pleasure of talking about movies and films from my best buddy, James. Hello there. And this week's no exception, and thank you for downloading our special Halloween episode for 2022. This is our fourth annual Spooktacular, where we do an interactive episode. It's a massive quiz. It's a bit of role play. It's putting James
1: through his paces. Again. So the last time we did this, as I recall, you locked me in a blockies, you tortured me, and I got locked in by one point, And it mm-hmm. led to an expletive, the one word that we don't say on this show. You had to edit it. (laughs)
0: It did, yeah. So it it was tense. It was was one mark off. It's one of the highlights of the year, and that's where we get together to do a big quiz like this, where we put together a bit of a theme, a bit of a story, as James was talking about last year, was inspired by a run of watching escape room horror films mixed with a bit of Saw, and the idea was James woke up in an old abandoned blockbuster, and he had to answer so many questions to get out, and you didn't. You failed by one question, but previously we've done Cabin in the Woods as an idea. And then we did a Eastern European monster version as well. So this is the fourth year of doing it. This year, no exception. I have Quizmaster once again Mm. to see how we get James through it. If you're playing along at home, there are 34 questions to answer. One of the hardest things about doing this as an episode is we don't do the obvious, or or we've covered so much ground now. Yeah. It gets to that point where you've got to find and try and come up with questions that are funny, interesting, but also- You um, haven't heard. You haven't heard. (laughs) Yeah. You know, if you download this episode, you're not going to hear questions like, who has the highest death count? We know that's Jason. Mm. You're not going to hear about the first uh, horror movie that won an Oscar. We know that's The Exorcist. We've covered these kind of things.
1: We know that like the first extreme underwater- uh, the first extreme ironing competition took place underwater because that's the first quiz I got right. In this, in well, the that was with a sporting episode. Was that wasn't a horror sport. episode, but yeah, it was a joke. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we, but we've done we've done so many of uh, what you know. What what color is Freddy Krueger's uh, sweater? It's red and green, not red and black. You know, we've done all the common pitfalls, so it gets harder every year to come up with a set of questions that are obscure or that we haven't already done. Uh, and hopefully, this year they are as much you know. I've got a friend who downloaded one of these episodes and was like, oh yeah, it was during lockdown. So I think we did a big, we did a quiz once where there's like 250 questions. And I had a friend who during lockdown and COVID downloaded it, first ever podcast. And they were like, oh, I thought it was like a proper quiz. (laughs) (laughs) Because... Some of the jokes are meant some of the questions are meant to be jokey and impossible to answer. Um but give it a good go. If you're playing along at home, there's 34 questions, and because it's role play, there are a couple of scenarios as well that just say what would you do. But there are 34 main questions. For a bit of fun, James, you need to get over 25 to win today's questions. All right? So 25 out of
1: 34 is your target. I don't want to die in blockbusters. <laughs> This
0: year we're changing it. We've oh. done the cabin in the woods. We've gone to Eastern Europe for a monster mash. We've been to Blockbusters. Where
1: are we going this year? We're scary. <gasps> the tax office. <laughs> we is a we're, joke.
0: <laughs> Where all horror movies go by their fourth space. <laughs> You open your eyes slowly as they adjust to the fluorescent lights overhead. I the clinical <laughs> white room and yellow flashing lights are slowly coming into focus. You're laying down, but the bed underneath you starts to slowly rise and tilt, bringing you to a standing position. You fall because your legs are like jelly. You retch, but nothing comes up because you haven't eaten for 120 years.
1: Obviously. Can I just say that we've obviously run out of ideas? Because this is what happens. When you run out of ideas, go to space. Go to space.
0: You're aboard the Titanic 2 electric boogaloo on its 200 year mission to prolapse X, a space station the size of Uranus, 10 parsecs past the hemorrhoid asteroid fields known as the long wipe. As you begin to balance your, uh, sorry, rebalance your head, you steer towards an automatic door, which is locked by a four digit code. Above the automated screen is a handheld note you wrote 120 years ago to give you a clue as to what the code is to get out. What year was Event Horizon released? You scratch your chin. Odd, you think, because you should have a beard down your knees. But weirdly, in these movies, no one ever does. Was it ninety-three, ninety-five, ninety-seven, ninety-nine? Believe. I'm looking at this now, and I ninety-nine. It's ninety-seven. You whore. <laughs> Luckily, the door is fe- is felt with is, uh, is reinforced with a fingerprint scanner, so you get out anyway. <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'm just going to bring up a scoring system. okay. So I can keep telling. Obviously, it's easy now. Zero. (laughs) After punching in uh, 1997 or using your fingerprint, the door opens. You go through, only to notice your pod is the only one that's woken up.
1: Oh, I I know the answer to this. I wake up someone I find mildly attractive so I can sentence them to death as well. (laughs) No, it's not a rape film. (laughs) Oh, it's not Passengers then?
0: (laughs) Everyone else is still in hyper deep sleep. Led by a memory, you vaguely remember the layout of the ship. Down the corridor is the canteen and adjacent is the showers in the changing room. It's not a question, but do you hit the showers or do you go to the canteen? Because it could be breo day. Go in showers, mate, because I must stink. <laughs> Having had your shower and dressing in fresh overalls, you head over to the ship's main control room. The bridge, located at the front of the ship, Along the way, you can't help shake the feeling that you're being watched. All the cameras are activated. The clinical white exterior of the Titanic II electric boogaloo is well-maintained and has been for over the years. As you approach the bridge, you hear classical music. <gasps> the doors open with a swish. Ooh, nice. You shit your knickers because Obviously. you're face-to-face with an android. <laughs> Luckily, it's Tarquin, the ship's maintenance droid. His face is completely customizable. Do you, A, select Michael Fassbender, Michael Sheen, Sam Neill, or Michael Pina?
1: Michael Pina, because as far as I'm aware, the other three tried to kill you in their films.
0: Well done. (laughs) That wasn't an official question. We've only had one of the 34 so far, but you're right. Michael Fassbender, obviously Prometheus. Hmm. Michael Sheen, Passengers. Yeah. Sam Neill. He pulls out his own eyes. Michael Pena, though, was an alien in that movie that is so good, I can't remember the name of yeah, it. Yeah, that forgettable one, yeah. Um, so the first question I ask him
1: is, does he have new pair of underpants because I've shit myself. Go back to the lockers. Go back for another shower. You've been awake 20 minutes, two showers. Also, I imagine he's shit after 120.
0: <laughs> he's going to be rank. The moment you select Michael Pena, the lights in the room go red. The words lockdown appear on every control monitor. Michael Pina-Tarquin has set, has been lonely, so he set up a game. He's going to let you out of the room if you can answer the following oh, questions. Well, why did you just let me out? <laughs> you absolutely He's not. He's been on his own for 120 years. <laughs> so now it's great time to play this game. Right, I'm ready. Question two. Who was the tallest? <laughs> Mike Myers, Jason Voorhees, Leatherface, or Pinhead? Now, I will say, people playing at home might not know the answer and might want time, so don't rush into your answer. Oh, Talk yeah. about it a little bit. I'll give you the names. Nick Castle played Mike Myers. Derek Mayers played Jason Voorhees in the original. Gunnar Hansen, leatherface, obviously, and Doug Bradley is pinhead. So what are you thinking? Talk us through your thought process. I
1: believe Jason X has a more intimidating frame, because that's his thing. I know you go for a statue of Mike Myers. Mike Myers was taller. I don't think he's I don't think it's Bradley. I don't think he's pinhead purely because you <laughs> We are going to scalp, not pin. Because that adds an extra inch. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> I don't think it's him. I mean I, I don't think it's him. I'm gonna rule out pinhead. Um I'm going to rule out Leatherface purely because I remember him being as tall. Oh, no, I don't know. I, I kind of want to go Jason X or Mike Myers. That's where I'm focusing. Do you mean Jason Voorhees?
0: Jason Voorhees. Not Myers. Jason X. Space adds yeah. height. Because <laughs> <laughs> gravity can't decompress itself. then spine. I kind of just
1: realized Mike Myers in the late films was massive and he was the original.
0: I'm talking about the original. I'm talking about the Nick Castle. No, Mike I'm, Myers. Ta- I'm talking
1: about Mike the Rob Zombie
0: one. He was like seven foot, that dude.
1: That's what I mean. I recall he's quite tall. Michael Jason, Michael Boyce. See what I've done
0: there? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> got got I have an answer, James. I'm going Michael Myers. It's actually Gunnar Hansen, Leatherface. Fuck, I did not. So Nick Castle's Matt Myers in the original was five foot ten. Fuck off. Derek Mayer's Jason voice, was six foot five. Yeah. Gunnar Hansen was six foot seven. Fuck off. And Doug Bradley was six foot
1: four. Really? Well, no, I feel like i right. I was, he was ne- That's what this podcast does, James. The is never in there. Gives you facts. 25 fives my quarter right? <laughs> right, okay, good. <laughs> so that was who was the tallest. Yeah, so out of curiosity, what are we going to sit? We're we just going
0: to sit here now, Michael Pena. <laughs> oh no, there's still a couple of questions. Who was the heaviest at the following? This is question three. Well, who, sure. who was the heaviest? Doug Bradley, a xenomorph, the Predator... Or the monster from Jeepers Creepers, who I just assume is called Jeepers Creepers. (laughs) Because I've seen the film, but I can't remember. Or John.
1: (laughs) John Creepers. So Jeepers Creepers. Oh, no, that was CGI. I'm going to move away from that. The Xenomorph, I imagine, would have been quite heavy. Who was the first one, sorry? Doug Bradley. Doug Bradley again as pinhead. He's, he's only six foot four. He's not fat. He's not he, really, he does look a bit thin and he's, he's not, he doesn't have all not, his skin. He's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's not got and his skin. Also, he's I not was, got his hair, mate. I was going to think, hair. I was,
0: Are we including nails in this one though? We, we completed everything in this. The but, Predator. But the Predator's got dreads. I was going
1: to say, the Predator's got dreads and also it's between the Xenomorph and the Predator. I am going to shoot and say the Predator.
0: You are correct, James. Yes. Wait, Doug Bradley it was 194 pounds. A Zenimuth, surprisingly, 304 pounds. Jeebus Creepers Monster as well for 104 pounds. This is all off fan websites. And the Predator was over- I demand
1: a read. Oh, I got it right. The no, predator was on. correct.
0: Wait. £520. Pounds. I think it's because of a lot of weaponry, armoury, the hair, yes. the claws. I, I imagine that skin's quite dense. The, the, I don't know. The fuck you button that I'm going to lose is a grenade that blow up the world. The predator right now is like, oh, I was carrying a couple of pounds. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Just, let's not fat shame fuck anyone. You, you Muscle.
1: Dude. It's like I slim down for prey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, How many pins are in Pinhead's head? Oh, shit. Um, I didn't see this coming. Now, this is from, according to the literature, where it is in the novel or the novella, it it does go into how many pins. In the film, it's obviously never disclosed how many. So in the novels, according to the literature, you have four options again. You've got 84, 104, 134,
1: 122. I know this one because I've actually read the books. It's... I'm gonna go with 134.
0: It is 134. I'm gonna ask you to slow down your answers just for the people playing at home. You might want a bit longer to deliberate. This one I knew though. 150. I just want to glow. Just want to run my balls. Just want to run
1: it? my balls on Pinhead's head and not catch him. We, we did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we did Hellraiser a couple of weeks back, didn't we? We yeah. talked about him, and and I will admit, someone who didn't like or wasn't fond of the movies growing up, I certainly had a more of an appreciation rewatching this week alongside the Hulu new version. Yeah, I thought that was that was really interesting. On the one hand, it became a bit more teen slasher horror movie yeah. and
1: less of the subliminal less of the kind of less artist yeah, kind of but still is enjoyable I think do you know what's really weird as well this is this is causes a massive debate on the fan base from the third movie on he chops and changes between nails spinning his head and pins oh does it and people are in the third film you can quite clearly tell the nails and not pins which complete changes I think I think weirdly I prefer it pins because it makes more sense
0: pinhead sounds better as a and I know he was yeah. never in it, it was Lee about, but
1: I think it's more it's or more the helperish. Like if you've got nails stuck into you, that's quite you know, anyone could do that. Pins is kinda like it's like a delicacy. Anyway, that's acupuncture gone wrong. Yeah, that's just me being like a freak. I, <laughs> so. I did but, but then I my point, the think the Hulu movie as well. The only
0: reason it shines is because it it, it rides the coattails of yeah. the original. But still it's still enjoyable. Um and yeah, it was something that we, I don't think we talked about. A lot of the Clive Barker' inspiration for that character came from African illustrations of of um, oh yeah
1: the I don't know it, like stretching and stuff like they do everything I know it wasn't yeah. that but that's what a lot of the yeah but were they, used. they
0: they have a ritual as well which involves putting spider pins and and stuff into Ooh. people's heads and stuff so and I think that's where in the literature it's described as 154 obviously doing that my point being so long way around doing that to Doug Bradley as an actor and trying to do the, what was already six hours of makeup, you just cannot put that amount in. So they put the original like cross effect in there as well and made it more aesthetically pleasing and easier to apply.
1: Do you know what? He, right, this is a savage stupid. Nowadays, when you see um, Dave Bautista getting dressed up and mm. have his suit put on to be Drax, he's watching his video on YouTube, he's rehearsing his lines and stuff like that. When you watch the Doug Bradley makeup story, he's literally, he, he's talking to people at one point, because obviously he's putting a mask on and makeup, he's not allowed to move, so he doesn't talk. He's not watching YouTube, and they leave him. They leave him for an hour and a half to let the clay set. Mm. <laughs> so he's just sat on his own. I think it's well sad. And Jamie's like, oh,
0: it, it's weird because you see nowadays a lot of a lot of actors film themselves at high speed in the in yes. the makeup chair and you get some that looks like, you know, like painstaking. Um, you, you know, I, I can't remember his name, but the guy who's just recently played Vecna in stranger things looked yes. like a painstaking process and, and also quite claustrophobic. I think there's something that a lot of actors don't get credit for is having that much prosthetic and stuff on him. There's a guy called Ralph Garman. I listened to his podcast and he got, a, he got a, uh, a role in the Orville and he is a big Star Trek fan and a big fan of Seth uh, McFarlane. Yeah. But, broke down in the makeup chair because the amount of prosthetics and he said it was the worst experience of his life he felt like torture having that much stuff on Jeez. but um, it is quite it's quite amazing isn't it the lengths that people go through for putting on and then you think back to um Jack Nicholson as the Joker and there's rumours going around that one of his things was to stay up till three in the morning drinking and partying fall asleep in the makeup chair and wake up when they had done it so he just <laughs> fell asleep and let him do whatever he needed to fucking bossed it and that is why he's Jack Nicholson <laughs> Uh, question number five. Who has the least screen time? Ooh, oh, that'll be a good question. Bruce or Jaws the, the shark. Yeah. Pinhead. Is this in total? In in the first movie. In the
1: first movie. Right. So okay.
0: Jaws in in uh, so Bruce and Jaws, Pinhead in the first Hellraiser movie, Hannibal Lecter in Silence of the Lambs, or Don Shieldy in Falcon of the Winter Soldier.
1: Remove Don Shieldy from Dragon. The, the, I haven't seen it, so I'm just gonna take a shot at that he's not in it. there's a joke. <laughs> Eight minutes, famously, Anthony Hopkins. I would say that Pinhead's in it for less than Anthony Hopkins, but then again, a lot of Jaws is POV shots. If I thought it was genuinely between Jaws and Pinhead, and I'm going to be completely wrong. I'm going to shoot my shot. I'm right. Jaws, you see him. We need a bigger boat. You see, are we including Fin time? Uh, no, we full shot.
0: Jaws. So you're wrong, Oh, you- but I like your logic and I'm going to talk you through it because I think you've got some of your... So Hannibal X is on screen for 24 minutes. Pinhead is on screen for eight minutes. Uh, I knew it was one of them. Jaws is on screen for four minutes. Don Shieldy is in Falcon and Winter Soldier for less than three minutes. Oh, fuck you. And the joke is he was, off, he was Emmy nominated for it. Are you kidding? So he was Emmy nominated and Don really? Shieldy even came out and went, why? Why? I'm, I'm in two scenes. And it was a big thing last year at the oh, Emmys that Don Shieldy
1: was nominated for that's, an Emmy that's my fault for less for, than three minutes. It's my fault for not giving a shit about the Emmys. <laughs> I got them all right except so for Don Shieldy. I got him. I went, I went Hannibal Lecter, Pinhead, Bruce, fuck you Don Shieldy. You're fully, <laughs> again. Again. again, he knows what he did. Frick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Reluctantly, Tarquin opens the door lets you out. Marco Pina Tarquin lets you out. But before leaving, he calmly tells you the following. He was ordered to wake you up in the event of the ship being breached by an alien life form. Exactly 45 minutes ago, the hull of the ship detected multiple alien life forms moving around in the lower levels of the ship. So
1: can I ask him a question? Why do you just waste
0: some time? Here? Getting you ready for what's about to come. Your mission exterminate the life forms. And if you do so. Marco Pina Tarko winner, will let you go back in your sleep chamber for the next 80 years, but he cannot put you back in until you've done it.
1: Why don't you just wake up someone else?
0: Stop asking questions, Josh.
1: <laughs> he hasn't first thought stop, this through, has he? First stop is
0: the armory. What weapon do you select? This isn't an official question. It's okay. just, so you've got four options. Flamethrower, a lightsaber, Wolverine claws, or a baseball bat?
1: I think it's a trick question. You know, the, the person inside you're obviously going to pick flamethrower. I want you to talk through it. Why would you pick what? Right, so so baseball bat, no. What if they love wood? It's an alien, it's an alien species we're dealing with. What if they fucking love wood? What's the third one?
0: It's a wood laugh, James. That's on the <laughs> ship.
1: Your Wolverine um, Claws. Wolverine Claws won't help me because, because that's, to be still, honest, I'm, I'm, that's still my strength. It's literally, it's got to be about flamethrower because I've seen a flamethrower can take down a whole alien civilization. As we and talked about last as we week. we talked about last week, fire is the number one. But the boy inside me is like, this will be your only chance to ever have a lightsaber. Do I have to pick the colour?
0: Yes, you do get to pick the colour.
1: I'm picking the lightsaber and it's red so that there's no no ambiguity about which side of the force (laughs) I'm on. (laughs) Red.
0: That's it it is like... None of this like shows your ID, shows your lightsaber. Yeah, well, what That's love, fucking
1: red. what I love about this is is Yoda's sat there. He's like, right, come forth. What color? Like green? Oh, very good. Come here. Someone comes up. What? Like red? Right. Okay. Right. Could you could you go to the back of the class, please?
0: Being being the Star Wars nerd that I am, I watched an old interview with Samuel Jackson. This week
1: he got on his poo. He's like, I only want a purple one. And I'm not in your film because he well, wanted to stand out in the fight scene. So he, he was
0: on. He was on like a Chris Evans breakfast show in Channel oh, Four you breakfast even really show. Got the point. Have and, got and, the part? And yeah. he said, he said, what do you want to do? He said, I'll be in the new Star Wars movie, even if I'm a stormtrooper. Now Sam Jackson's genius. He was playing. He was. He was laying. Uh, a trailer broke comes right there and then getting involved in a franchise knowing Mm. full well in the 90s late 90s getting a franchise because there's toys there's marketing Sam Jackson knows what he's doing Sam Jackson's in a race with Harrison Ford for being the most um, profitable actor of all time so they've both both been involved in franchises Harrison Ford keeps nipping in for Mm. the amount of stuff and that's probably probably why he's just tapped into the MCU you're right Apparently, Sam Jackson turned up to set on the first date without even seeing a line or knowing what his role was.
1: Well, you didn't need to. He's trying to fuck Jackson. Well, that's it. He? it, it
0: apparently, he just walked in and they were like, oh, no, here's your robe. And he was like, I'm a Jedi. And they were like, yeah, yeah. And they was like, you call Mace Window, here's your lightsaber and he got to pick one and he said he wanted it to be purple.
1: So he could stand on the fire. So and then he was, was told like,
0: he's told, oh, in this next scene, you're, you're talking to Yoda. He's like, I'm talking to Yoda. <laughs> like apparently, he just fanboyed like, the whole thing. But imagine that getting to set and not knowing and he, who
1: the fuck you're playing. And he still couldn't say that franchise. <laughs> still couldn't. Nothing it, could. Lightsaber, mate. Because fuck it, why not?
0: All right, no worries. Here we go. On with the quest. So, As you lower yourself down to the lower deck, the atmosphere changes. It's colder, it's darker. Steam is uh, seeping from every vent. The low watt light bulbs overhead are swinging. Your tracker senses movement up ahead around the next corner. You hear this monstrous groan. It echoes and reverbs around the hallway. You ready your lightsaber? I'm ready. To turn the corner and get a headshot. (laughs) Throw it, presumably. Chucky is a doll possessed by a serial killer, Charles Lee Ray. Yeah. But what was his alias? You get three options for this. Okay. So was Charles Lee Ray the Lakeshore Strangler, the Cold Caller, or the Turkey Twizzler? Would say them again, please? The Lakeshore Strangler, the Cold Caller,
1: or the Turkey Twizzler? Sorry, the Turkey Twizzler. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just going to rule, rule that one out. I've heard the first one before. I'm going with the first one. It
0: is the Lakeshore Strangler. You're yes. right. Furiously, <laughs> the turkey twist. furiously, you turn the corner, striking with your lightsaber. It falls to its knees in the light. You make out the undeniable face of Robert Boucher Junior., AKA the Water Boy. Oh, fuck. Good fucking riddance. <laughs> you take an ear, a souvenir. Onto can I?
1: Can I just say? You know. You know. You know, Chucky. Mm just kick him.
0: I, <laughs> just pick him up. So last just, week, just, just, just do anything. Last last week we did monsters, the universal monsters yeah. and the classic monsters versus each other. And you can't and, help but go down a web of like looking at other villains' weaknesses. Yeah,
1: so, so I mean, you, you know, we're talking like Spitboy next year we might do the slashes. Like, like that'd be yeah. really cool. Like pinhead against like all of it. It'd be awesome. But but Chucky Ch- would just be like, he's, he's the gill man. You can't help but look at Chucky <laughs> and be like, yeah, just shoot it, burn it, just,
0: kick it, pull, stab kick it, it throw it in the bin, put it in your bag, <laughs> <laughs> put it what in your bag, box over it yeah, just, and pushing heavy on the box. <laughs> sold <laughs> it's, it's just yeah, it's, it's laughable but then again it was designed to be a boo movie wasn't it yeah, it was true. designed again to be propaganda machine about a killer doll and it, it was successful and although that's you-, you know we've only got ourselves to blame for so many of them sequels
1: although if you did the remake then that's something you, you could put it in your bag but then connect and like send your email or send your boss an email going you, you're or Stupid. did you do the remake That's with, what the, I mean. with the idol? So if you did that, it would connect to everything. Oh, fucking hell. Mark Hamill, mate. Don't do my tits in. I, like, I remember like, watching that. Oh, and- I'm going to change the temperature in the house. But like, oh, fucking, I'd rather deal with Pinhead because I, I just wouldn't do the box.
0: I know why you <laughs> forgot about it. Because we all did.
1: <laughs> that movie
0: was bad and I wanted to like it. I, I wanted to did. like the Mark Hamill thing. I know you did. On to the next room but uh, As you gen- as you enter the adjoining corridor, the, lo- the door's locked behind you. So sorry, so you've just gone past Robert Boucher's burning, smouldering body. You've taken an ear, you go into the next room, and it's a corridor, but the door locks as you walk in. At the far end of the room, a laser beam strikes up and it starts approaching you, waist height. To dodge the beam, answer the following. According to a recent watch mojo poll, which horror villain? <laughs> which horror villain has been crowned the scariest? Ooh. Michael Myers. Freddy Krueger or Hannibal Lecter.
1: My problem with watch mojo and stuff like that is idiots vote in those polls. <laughs> so <laughs> Isn't that the same as our government? Yeah, exactly. Hey, hey. Oh, and because we've recorded this a week early. Sorry about your job, Liz Ross, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I'm go I can only go personally. So I work with it backwards. I think Hannibal liked to scare people because cannibal. There's something primordial about... Not wanting to be eaten. Not kind of wanting to be poo. <laughs> or it's because he's so insipid. And I think Anthony Hopkins, like, the more you give him, the more he'll do. You give him, like, you know, 20 minutes, he'll create a storyline. You know, you give him more, he does more. Michael Myers? Have we not moved away from just the, the stabby stab? You know, was he still scary? I don't get me wrong, I know he's mm. still scary, but is that more scary than a psychological torture of, like... And Anthony Hopkins led. What's the second one? Freddy Krueger. You See, Freddy Krueh was very cartoonish.
0: There's a, there's a clue in the question. Would you say again? According to a recent Watch Mojo poll, which horror villain was crowned the scariest? Oh, you
1: might then, won't it? Because of Halloween. I think you've got to play
0: the odds that when you've got as many sequels as you've got, you've touched on a, every generation at some point. Yeah. And you're right. Michael Myers is apparently the number one scariest villain in cinematic history and modern history.
1: So I was trying to explain this to Esther. According Est- to Mojo. I was trying to explain this to Esther. Something we brought up like two, three weeks ago now. Mike Myers this this year is about to release his third film for the third time. And I was mm. like, because there's been a the Halloween three already. And then when they redid Halloween H two O, technically that became the third film because that's the third film after Halloween one and two, mm. and then it splits off into that one. And this is the third one, the yeah. third attempt at the story. And I was like, it's the th- I don't know any any other franchise that's had its third attempt at a third film. You you got to think that. Um, <clears throat> I mean, you could argue the
0: the James Bonds if you're looking at Per bonds. Oh, actually, that's true. didn't really think of that. you, you could you could you could also say that Rob Zombie right now is going. Well, I'm ready to do my third one, and everyone's like, Rob, no sure. Rob, <laughs> <laughs> no Rob. Luckily, you dodged the laser beam, but on your way out... Oh, I didn't get Colin Salmon, did I? (laughs) No, no, you didn't get Salmoned. That's a Resident Evil joke. As you leave the other end of the room, the beam shoots back. You must perform a commando roll, but to do so, (gasps) what was the name of the demons who possessed Reagan in The Exorcist? If you know the answer, don't shout it out too
1: quick. But but can I... I'm going to cover my ears because I even know it, mate, without your
0: options. If you're listening at home and you want to know the answers, it could be, is it? Asmodus, Marduk, Balaam, or Pazuzu?
1: Just, uh, how are you? are you right? I'm good, yeah, yeah, yeah. you've been on late, I'm, I've been, been possessed by a demon. Um, I didn't catch his name, though. Oh, you know I know what it. it. What do you, you think that's enough time for the people that haven't yeah, got know, it? it? was old, uh, old D, old Paloozo, right? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah Pazuzu, is,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never mentioned in the movie. Obviously in William Freakin's book.
1: Oh, is it? I thought it was. Pazuzu. I remember Oh, I don't think it's in the movie, no. Oh, I think not. it's in the literature. Oh, I've read the book and I've seen the film. I thought it was in the film. I saw that with Esther at the cinema mm. and I, I must have been like a new adult or something because I was it was loaded it terrified the piss out of me like if, I don't remember the scene where she kind of like crams downstairs mm. maybe we just forgot about it We saw that on the big screen mate. And I shit myself yeah he's, he's terrifying It's he's still yeah. terrifying now I still think it's scary Oscar uh, with him the Oscar, but I always I think it's got one of the most underrated music. You know when we talk music, and I talk about how much I love the pinhead music, you know from mm. Hellraiser, the the long drones and like the playful chimes when the box has been opened. Going to Halloween, which is probably the most famous like scary music mm. of all time. Always forget like when he comes to the house, yeah, and, and that song that plays the from bells. the bells. Oh god, that's a fucking mm. that. If I you know Jonathan Creek box set. Yeah. If I fall asleep watching that, the the dance Macabre plays, and it terrifies me when I wake up in the morning. I'm like, what the bum, fuck bum, is that? Hi. I love the Jonathan Creek theme. Yeah, you're terrifying though when you wake up in the middle of the night. It's I'm up Roger. there with 24 season one. That's right. I'm watching you. Oh my god, the first time that happened, mate. I don't. I think I went to space. You jumped so high. Well, you're there now, <laughs> dusting yourself off. You realise you're now in the engine
0: room, a giant electrical beams. Cogs, machinery, deafening sounds. But beside, bis, uh, bis, d- despite all of this, you become aware once again of the grotesque, inhuman sound. It's like an animal trapped emerging from a dusty control panel is none other than Billy Madsen. His <laughs> face twisted as it speaks out the side of its face. It's not disabled. It's just just Billy Madsen. <laughs>
1: it's just fucking Adam
0: Sandler. To put this thing out of our misery, answer the following question. Not including Jigsaw or Spiral, there are seven Saw movies with a total of seventy-seven deaths in the series. Jesus. Which had the most? Saw three D, Saw four, or Saw five? So Saw not,
1: three didn't have Saw three didn't have that many, as I recall, because that's the one. <clears throat> spoilers. That's the one where a man's going through a maze. No, that's Saw three.
0: Yes, Saw
1: three D f- oh, is seven. That's the last one. Of course, of course, of course it is.
0: <laughs> yeah, I put here in my note. Saw three D, which was actually Saw Seven.
1: Of course, because so Saw mate. Four, Four D. You really smelt the death. Um. Oh, I don't have a clue. Then I know it's it's so saw, three, 4, 3... saw Four. Saw ones, Saw Three D, but it's actually Saw Four. That's the one with the ending where everyone saw it coming. It was it was so visible that people in Nostradamus saw it coming several years ago. It was like, I bet the guy from the first one was the villain in it. Mm. Um. A lot of people die in that. But I don't think it is I think it's weirdly I think it's one before that because the reason why they're all going after the cop lady and he's trying to kill Jigsaw's wife is because he's been killing people in traps and that's the reason that they've not been surviving. That's 6 isn't it? <laughs> I don't have a that's f- not an option. It's only
0: 3D which is <laughs> just have a 4 or 5 or 7. I don't even remember 4.
1: Four, four happen- is happening. Four is the one where the guy has to learn not to go into a door.
0: Yeah, that's the, it's happening simultaneously. It's <laughs> free, and it ends with um, spoilers. Uh, the, the, guy the famous get, brother getting his head smashed.
1: Uh, Donny Wahlberg. Donny Wahlberg gets his head smashed between two ices. Oh, all three of them die.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think everyone does. Yeah,
1: it's, <sighs> Saw movies very rarely end with happy ending. I don't. I'll be honest. But what's the other one that I don't remember? Saw
0: five. What's that one?
1: Fort House. Know. I don't know. I Don't know. Um, they all they all it. merge. Fuck it, Four. Three D.
0: Shit, of we course it follow, is. Of course it follow is. Follow the rule of sequels because if you follow the death toll, it goes from one to seven it goes six seven nine ten six twelve twenty six of course it does twenty six in saw 3d it's the only way it's the only, it, was, it was
1: it was the intellectual deaths there are <laughs> i think course. also
0: it's because there is a gassing scene that kills a lot of police SWAT team so the numbers go up pretty quickly but saw 3d was an abomination of a movie i'll be honest saw one was great saw two okay extended its welcomes fine three and four okay you could set you could argue that's for the you did see that out. coming.
1: <laughs> no, except for that last amount. Don't walk through it.
0: No. Yeah. But then you, by Saw Seven, you're like, didn't Kramer die in three? Like, what the fuck are we he still did doing? He died in three, yeah. Um, second chance or, uh, you know, to, to kill off I mean, uh, Billy I need Madison. to kill him. Saw started as a short movie before being picked <sighs> up by Twisted Pictures. It was shot on a budget of $1 million, but how many days did it film to take? Oh. 16, 18, or 20. So it was 16, 18, or 20. This is obviously the James Bond movie. It started as a short movie. How many days did it take to film to keep it within its $1 million
1: budget? So 16, 18, or 20. I don't have a clue. I know it was short, but the only reason I know it's short was because all three of those dates are short. Split them in the middle, go (laughs) eighteen.
0: You're correct. If you're not answer, fucking clear you're on correct. That
1: one. It, answer 10 is
0: 18. You're <laughs> correct. It made 18 million opening weekend. It was picked up for a sequel the following Monday. The
1: writer is the guy, the other guy in the office, isn't it? That's the other guy. Oh, is it? Sure, the writer, because they couldn't, they couldn't get another actor in it. Well, I was like, sat there going, You had Donald Glover in it. <laughs> so, so you must have done. Yeah. To- to- Tobin Bello who I'd like to point out, was spending time, he's the body, and he's the guy who turned out to jigsaw. What a career he's had, because literally. The other year he was the villain, one of the best villains ever in 24. Yeah. It's just was there. It was fucking awesome. Yeah.
0: Did he die in the ball ring or whatever towards the end of that yeah, movie? he does.
1: Yeah, he doesn't die. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um... The end of the second episode, isn't it? Cause, yeah, cause, because Yeah, <laughs> because Jack starts having problems from the heart attack he had six hours earlier. Now it starts. I was like, oh, just near the end. Now my heart's gone.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's in like a coliseum that they die in. Is LA coliseum, yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting one to look at, because I like an underdog story. In a movie that's made on such a small budget, made 18 million, so 18 times what it was made for, and was picked up immediately for a sequel. Really interesting fact about Saw 1 as well, which I still stand by, was an all all right horror, actually. And I was going to put the trick question of how many people are in the room at the beginning of the movie, leading Mm -hmm, you into the trap that is actually free. Mm -hmm. Um, The film had edits to make it pass film certification. Yeah. It was quite gory. Uh, well, because it had gore and other elements to it. So, interestingly, to get it to an 18 certificate to be allowed in mainstream cinema, it was nothing to do with the level of gore or violence whatsoever. It was because of the lighting, sound, and the overall mood, which was deemed as too sinister to be considered for a lower rating. So, similar an, to an, when.
1: An unwashed bathroom. <laughs> similar to
0: Hellraiser, which saw no spanking because that would take it over at 18. No bright lights in Saw made it too much. But yeah, Saw does have a sense of doom, doesn't it, throughout mm. the whole thing. It, it is That first movie is particularly well shot. As Billy Madsen perishes, you take another souvenir and give the, fo- uh, give the fallen corpse a double kick just for good measure. Good. It's one of his most irritating. People, I know, say, I,
1: people say this is one of the past ones, and I say, fuck you. And it
0: has uh, Bradley...
1: Um, Whit- Whitley, w- w- Whitfield. Uh, Whitfield. Whitfield in it. Uh, yeah, he tries to. He's, he's the one that wants to save the. Co- right. So in the storyline, he's the one that wants to run the company like a company. Billy Madison wants to piss the money away. And he's the hero. It's old Billy Madison, who doesn't have. Yeah, the guy who went to business school and excelled. Yeah, he's the villain. Freak. Yeah. Good
0: old healthy dose of nepotism. <laughs> Just because you're the son. Yeah, fuck <laughs>
1: you, you dick. And like, he has to go through school again. And it's seen as a light thing. He's fucking in this classroom with all his kids. Nuts. <laughs> <laughs>
0: At the end of the engine room, a gigantic metal door ahead is sealed shut and powered down. You're going to have to crawl through the vent over to, over above, crawling into the airtight <laughs> space. You're going to need some lube, mate. We've got a grease, woman. Yes, <laughs> grease yes, me. we do. Grease <laughs> me up. Crawling into the airtight space, you begin to crawl. It takes thirty minutes to crawl a mere ten meters, but then you remember time's irrelevant in space because you're not circling the sun. With a crash, you fall, <laughs>
1: <laughs> mate. That might be the best show you've ever in. Thank you.
0: With a crash, you fall through the section of the vent and land in a nest of eggs. As one slowly opens, you see an unimaginable horror. A tiny little Nikki hatching. Oh, no, I can kick the- shoot myself. <laughs> to give this little guy an early birthday shanking, answer the following. I need to do this. Sydney Prescott and Gail Weathers are characters in what horror franchise? Um, Scream. Well done, yeah. It, most interesting about that is how much Corny Cox had to campaign to get the job at Gail Weathers. So she wants she was looking for a job that would take her away from being the Hollywood mum. Yeah. You know, the um you, you know, the the Monica Bing character or
1: Yeah, no. Yeah. Mean. And yeah, they're all trying to at some point they were all trying to get their own movies, weren't they? Yeah.
0: In so. and, in and, and uh Courtney Cox really had to go for it and go for it and go for it to get the Gail Weathers character. She wanted to put her bitch to show that she had that other range of oh, things. She character. does it very well. And I think she does. I think she's definitely one of the standouts in that early movie. What's really interesting as well about that film as well is David Arquette, who would later go on to marry Courtney Cox, um, was originally cast as Billy Loomis.
1: Oh, I wouldn't have worked. He's so good as, like...
0: But Dewey, the, the cop that he plays, was, was meant to be a muscular heartthrob. The heart of the movie. Ah. And it, and then they swapped it around. I like that. But then Scream is the gift that keeps on giving. It's an onion that if you peel back, there's so many layers. Yeah. You know, the, the um the Billy Loomis character in it, one of the killers in it, who's played, I think it was by Skeet Skeet Ulrich, wasn't it? Yeah. Is meant to he, you know, was it's he looks like Johnny Depp in the end scenes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it has so many layers to it that are supposed to be nods to <laughs> the horror and also being a point that horror really u-turned and progressed. The scream is Undeniably one of the best horror movies. It is really good. The
1: problem is, I do not really
0: see it on anything. It's weird that Wes Craven didn't want to do it because it was too violent.
1: Wes Craven, a guy, you know, a horror guy who's made movies like The Thing. But I think this is literally the most violent. And what I mean by that is, this is teenagers cutting each other up. This isn't like there's a magical amulet. This isn't a guy who haunts people in the gym. It's teenagers, young young adults yeah. stabbing each other and trying to yeah. kill each other. In a way, it's actually more violent than a, a more violent film, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, and particularly the Drew Barrymore death scene at the beginning, which was
1: meant was to st- rattle audiences. And it did.
0: It's fucking horrible. Yeah, but it's also your biggest name in the cast dies yeah. straight away. you got to think Sarah Michelle Gellar perishes in the next Rose McGowan. You know, no one was safe. Um, in these movies. It was Oliphant was the killer in the second one, wasn't he? Yeah, Timothy that's Olyphant. weird yeah. to think that Timothy Oliphant played a teenager in a film because <laughs> I've only ever known him as an adult. Jerry, I can never
1: remember his name but you know the guy from Sliders? On the Cross, yeah. Yeah, he he is in it. He's much older than I remember. So he's way too old. He's like 10 years after Sliders and he's playing a college student. I was like, the man doesn't fucking age.
0: Yeah, Who
1: famously turned down the role of Billy
0: Loomis, not David Arquette, out of these Joaquin Phoenix, Leonardo DiCaprio, or Mark Ruffalo?
1: Oh. Oh. Why
0: do I think it's interesting that Wes Craven didn't want to do this movie? And it apparently, the story goes, the urban legend goes that a kid bumped into him at a horror con and was like, You've lost your balls. Oh. And then he was like, I'll fucking show you balls, son. Nonsense. No. And then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then he came so back. He put and it he away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but it is interesting. The two things about Wes Craven that always. Um, Fascinating me. is like, he's, um, the movies that he sorry, I think a minute ago I referenced him doing the thing, which is obviously John Carpenter, but, um, Wes Craven's like famously walked out. Did he walk out of Reservoir Dogs for saying it was too violent? Yeah. You he know?
1: said he was violent without storyline. Yeah. He, and said, then, he said, he said violence, it shows you violence is, I believe the point he's trying to make was you can't just have violence for violence sake. Like there needs to be mm, a story that perpetuates the violence. Welcome scream. <laughs> but who
0: turned down the role of Billy Loomis, James? You've got and Phoenix, Leo DiCaprio, Mark Ruffalo. Let's face it. What we, uh, 96?
1: 96. So I think DiCaprio could have been a good choice. However, there's something about it that I, I vaguely remember Mark Ruffalo's name being attached. And I, I'm going Mark Ruffalo knowing that I'm probably wrong. It's whacking Phoenix. Well, he, he wasn't even one of the three. That's irritating, that is. I don't think we were have two too old. The pressure's on because you're on question
0: 14. You're only allowed two more wrong answers or Sandler wins.
1: I'm not having that. Can I, can I cut off one of my own limbs to kill the little Nicky's blood? It's a sacrifice. No, no,
0: there's still there's still one there's still one more question to be able to burn the eggs. Okay. okay.
1: Question fourteen:
0: You plan at home. The ghost face masks made famous in the movie Scream, yeah. influenced by a famous uh, pieces of art. Yeah. But does the mask? Did the mask exist before the movie? So the question is: the ghost face mask predates the movie. True or false? Did it? Did it predate the movie? Yeah. So. Is it, was it basically, so where is, make this easy.
1: True or false.
0: True (laughs) or false. But like, like I said, with the William Shatner mask in Halloween, it already existed. They just changed it slightly. So did the ghost face mask exist? Could you buy it in a shop
1: before? I'm sure you could.
0: You could. True. The mask was actually in circulation from 1992. It was available from a company called Fantastic Faces, and it was one of a series of ghost masks. This one was particularly called the Peanut-Eyed Ghost.
1: Because- the mask changed throughout the films as well I noticed and they got fucking well expensive because I wanted to buy one
0: well Craven was uh, presented with a child's version when they were scoping the house that they were going to film in and in the attic there was a kid's version of the mask and he said oh this fits the description in the screenplay is there an adult version so a lot of people in cinema think that that mask is original from the film it wasn't you could buy that mask for years before which also adds to the terror if you think that then because anyone could have been that killer anyone could have been a killer yeah you look down and see more eggs starting to hatch luckily
1: can I stomp off you
0: you go on then. Yeah, cheers. Mate. Take ten. You look down and you see more eggs starting to hatch. Luckily, there are the remains of a previously fallen member of the crew, and around his waist is a plasma grenade. <gasps> you pull the pin and start to step in, clearing the room milliseconds before the say, explosion takes out a horde of little nickies.
1: You is that ro- not fracture the structure of the the space station. Are we now like venting atmosphere? No, it's, it's, it's a plasma
0: grenade, so it only eliminates. Oh, life I in do its, apologize. Well, yeah,
1: you've thought about it. I have. There's also,
0: there's also a mystery there. Why was there another fallen person in that?
1: Ooh. It's because it's not my first go around. So if I die at the end, I assume it's going to open, it's going to start with me, my pod being opened. Am I correct? Oh, you might be able <laughs> to
0: say that You've arrived at the ship's power core in the center. Yeah. Sorry. You arrive at the ship's power core in the center is a vast space. There's a glowing orb suspended high above it's purple vein, like cables laying around the room. The, orb pulsates and throbs like a single eye staring at you i jerk it off it's, it's like, <laughs> it, the light intensifies you see a shaft underneath the orb
1: yeah
0: being guarded by another sandler yeah, of course. this time it wields a golf club and oh. it's and it's mumbling tap it in tap tap
1: tap it in this one's okay <laughs> if this one survives
0: it will be all right to defeat this monster answer the following Final destination four is centered around what catastrophe? So you have got four options. Is it a roller coaster accident? Of course. A crash at a car race. Of course. A suspension bridge collapsing. Of course. A highway pileup. Talk to me. What
1: are you thinking? I believe the highway pileup is the second one. I believe the third one. What's the what was So I, I'm fairly. I'm I'm actually 100 percent convinced that the the car crash and the highway. Is the second one purely because I think they bring the character that survives from the first one back? What were the other Which ones?
0: Who's one?
1: the the girl? Ali Lata? Yeah, the one who would then go on. Oh, she, to- Oh, yeah, she's
0: she's in the second one, the yeah. pilot. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the one. That's I, the pilot. I quite like that movie. So I... you just told
1: me that it was definitely the pilot. The second yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, you already knew that. You yeah, said so, that. Yeah, so, so I thought
0: you were on about the car crash,
1: the car race one. No, the colorist I think is the third one because that's the one where everyone's pretty much mush. Like there's no physics in that one. Like everyone's just jelly. I'm sure that's the third one because it starts off, and I I haven't seen it, but I know it starts off with like a a racist couple having an argument with a black guy and that's why they get kicked out, which is why they survive. The fourth one, the fourth one. So the third one would have been 3D because they would have called it Final Destination 3D. I don't know if it was, you know. I think the fifth one's 3D. The final destination, I think. The final destination. I'm sure, like, the last final destination film is a suspension bridge because the people that survive it end up on the flight in the first one. So I'm going to have to go roller coaster, is the fourth one. It's a
0: car crash at a race. You whore. You absolute one, fucking whore. The third one is the roller coaster. Whore. You the, whore. James, you're still in the game. You're just, still no, in it. No,
1: I need to get every single one right now, you, don't uh, I? The
0: highway, yeah. No, you're allowed like one more wrong. <laughs> right for the last the hi- Yeah, but you've, yeah, and you've only got 19 more questions. <laughs> the, the, the first one is a, uh, is is the cut plane crash. second one is the highway pilot, which I actually really, I thought the second movie was... A, a worthy sequel, and mm-hmm. I quite liked Final Destination because
1: I was a teenager.
0: It, I think it's all right, it was
1: interesting. Death is uh, a villain. My problem is, though, that Death then starts teasing. This one is like the really stupid one. Where it's like, how am I gonna kill this guy? You know, like, like isn't the one in the dentist chair and like a fish goes in their mouth? It's like, oh, this is how they die, but then the person just takes the fish out, and in the end, it's mm-hmm. nothing to do with the dentist. Obviously, he comes out and gets hit by a car, he's, like, he's fucking stupid. Yeah, like
0: the, 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 oh, yeah, that's that one. Yeah, yeah, where something falls down his throat. And then he, but guilt comes out and he walks out and a pane of glass falls out. Be the third one's the roller coaster. And that one, the beginning of the movie, shows you all the deaths in the title sequence. So That's they, what I
1: said. I said the fourth one was. The
0: fourth one is the car crash. No. Is the, it? The, 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 the oh, race. The, the race one. Like yeah. the NASCAR, or whatever it is, Shit. race that kills everyone in the stands. Bullshit. Question 16: If you're playing it along at home, how many final destination films are there? Oh. Five, six, seven, too many? There were two (laughs) (laughs) answers. Too many.
1: (laughs) If I have to guess, I'd say five.
0: There are five, yeah. Well done, yeah. Five Final Destination (laughs) movies. Which of these has the best Rotten Tomatoes critics
1: score? Which one of these is most redundant? Final
0: Destination, Final Destination 2, Final Destination 3, The Final Destination, or Final Destination 5, which should be called The Final Destination, but, you know, whatever. So out of the five films, which one has the highest... Score, and I don't think I—I I think you're going to be shocked if you find out what it is. I—that might be a clue. I'm sorry. It's
1: either the sequel, no. So it's never the sequel. So it's got to be the first one, or it's got to be right. The only thing I know about it, <clears throat> the only two things I know about it is that it started off as an X Files episode that turned into a film franchise, and you can see the dialogue in the first film when the FBI agents come. That one that was definitely Mulder. One that was definitely Scully. Because it was an X-Files episode. Because it was an X-Files episode. And they literally just pulled out the the lyrics, the lyrics, the words, and gave them to different actors. And I'm fairly certain when the desk got so unrealistic throughout the sequels that when they brought the fifth one out, they said, they're going to make it more realistic. And I think that's what the critic's like. So I'm going over the fifth one.
0: You're logic works because it was the fifth nah, one surprisingly go. going from one to five the critic scores went 35 48 43 27 62 oh, percent for that fifth movie yeah yeah and actually it really is aren't but one and five are certainly from my memory the the more enjoyable i I did like two. yeah and and to be fair it plays by the nascar one and the suspension bridge like obviously plane crash roller coaster car pile up they are things that we all fear aren't they hmm. you know they you know now you defeat another Sandler. Good. You take off Happy Gilmore's ear. You got three ears now. You throw yourself down the shaft and arrive at the docking bay. And if you got that joke, you're a dirty bastard. But <laughs> down the shaft of the docking bay. <laughs> Stood in the centre of the room is not a sandler, <gasps> but Tarquin. The maintenance droid, I covered was- in blood, smiling.
1: Unfazed you by there? your what's presence. Going on down here. What's, what's the crack? No
0: one's ever made it this far, he claims. Whilst producing a blade, it's a thin scalpel, twinkling, dancing in the light. How many before me, you ask? Well, you're number 120. See, this is my annual game, and I'm running out of players. Answer these next questions, and you pass. Seemingly out of nowhere, two chain shoot down. It's like you're in the uh, Hellraiser and they strap to your wrist, securing you on the spot. Question eighteen: Who directed the 2002 horror movie *Cabin Fever*? *Cabin Fever*, a film that follows a group of vacationers who become infected with a flesh-eating
1: virus. Um, I believe it was the most, one of the most overrated directors in the world. I know everyone loves him. I don't understand I, I don't understand how Eli Roth has a job. <laughs> so, so, you know, I lost my job not that long ago. You know, this time last year, I was looking for a job. And I just remember thinking, how am I in the unemployment line? And fucking Eli Roth isn't. <laughs> it's, it's
0: not fair. He did the house with a clock in his walls. And you would not think that's an Eli Roth
1: movie. You just did
0: Green Inferno. You would think that's <laughs> a <laughs> You
1: know, fuck
0: you, Eli Roth. You deserve to be stood side by side with me. Question 19. Talking of viruses, in the 1990 film, 1999 film Virus... Which Baldwin stars along Jamie oh, Lee Curtis? Alec.
1: It's not Alec. William or Stephen? It's William Baldwin. Sorry, I know I got that too quick, but I had to say it. Otherwise, my mind would have changed it because I'd be like Stephen. No, it wasn't Alec. It wasn't the Queen Baldwin. It's, it's not the Queen. No, <laughs> but it could have. It's it, it, no, the first answer. William it was definitely William. it is.
0: It's Billy Baldwin himself in the '99 oh, movie, which is worth a revisit. As a bit of body horror. Oh yeah, it's a good. It's a good movie. Question 20 for playing along at home. Which Iowa-based 2010 virus movie starred Timothy Oliphant? If you haven't guessed, the droid has got a virus at this point. That's 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 why there's so many virus questions. Which Iowa-based 2010 Virus movie stars oh, Timothy Olyphant. I
1: just, I just, just, I've just got it. I've just got it. I've just big pandemic. It. Think he's not Rick Grimes. No, from no, no, I've got dead. it. I've got it. I've got it. Just let me give him a minute. Let me give a minute. I remember this. I went to the cinema with Sam. He really liked it. I still didn't get it. The Crazies. You're right. The Crazies. Yeah. If he's got virus, <laughs> you fucking download no one. What's <laughs> Wi-Fi like in space? Now,
0: free free virus questions off the bat. You could tell I've ran out of virus questions. <laughs> Nicole Kidman. <laughs> Gave a brilliant performance as Grace Stewart in the movie The Others from, I think, 2001. But who played Charles Stewart, the husband? Was it Christopher Eccleston, Colin Farrell, David Tennant, or Hugh Bonneville? Don't answer too quickly. Let's talk for your options. Um, I don't remember. <laughs> I remember the film. I remember not liking it. This, to me, is more a
1: process of elimination. Who do you not think was he in the wasn't movie? Bonneville. He would not be stand. He would not be sharing the stage with... The, the screen with Nicole Kidman. What do you think he's below her? Yeah. Beneath that talent. Yeah. Then, yes. <laughs> um, Chris Reckleson is the only one that I knew would have had a career at this stage. And I do vaguely remember seeing him in a suit-ish, you know, from that. Because his period, isn't it? Because they're the spoilers. They're the ghosts. Oh, fucking <laughs> spoilers. Spoilers. 21 years ago that movie came out. <laughs> That's odd than 21 years ago All that, that came old. out. Colin Farrell, definitely not. Because... <laughs> Conor Farrell <laughs> Conor Farrell's only had a career in the last few years um, and who was the third one? It's David Tennant oh maybe David Tennant no it, it was Eccleston's era Eccleston just for Eccleston 4 for 4 the chains release you Michael Pina Tarquin how takes the he, how did he control the chains? It's bullshit he
0: takes the scalpel to his own neck <gasps> strange as he's a droid <laughs> so you double tap him to be sure <laughs> Moving on, you edge closer to the Mechanical Bay, the largest area of the ship and likely to be home of the Queen Sandler. Inside- I'm just
1: trying to work out what the Queen Sandler would be.
0: <laughs> oh, you know. Inside the hangar smells of regret. <laughs> <laughs> and the most ungodly sight awaits. It's Hubie Sandler.
1: Of and course it, it is. Of and it's busy it laying eggs. <laughs> I mean, if I if I don't die...
0: <laughs> this one's going to take some beating. We're on the home run now. This is a solid 12 <clears throat> questions off the bat. Right. How many? Th- I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: How many times does Count Orlock blink throughout the entire film? Most Nosferatu. Is it none or once? <laughs> and I swear to God, no
1: podcast is doing this. <laughs> Wait, let me think about this film. I've never seen. <laughs> All the shots I've seen, he he's not blinking. Oh. Oh, does he blink does he blink towards the end to show or humanity does- <laughs> okay. I mean I've got choices: choice here. It's 50-50 shot of none or one now
0: isn't it that Charlie Cox did all of Daredevil season one and didn't blink once I think that's right I certainly I heard that was he trying to do that so he could beat
1: the, nef- the ne- nefarious who may n- or may n- not, n- not have once who <laughs> may or may not blink once zero one <laughs> Zero. Zero. Locking an answer. Two. Quick <laughs> <Sweet laughs> question. Zero.
0: He blinks once. Do you fucking <laughs> You got to get these straight now oh or, or Sandler's winning. <sighs> 23. What was Friday the 13th going to be called before it became Friday the 13th? Was it long night at Camp Blood, a lake most haunted, or a mother's love? Talk me through what you're thinking.
1: <laughs> the mother's love's weird. I'm sure that's, <laughs> I'm sure that's a porno. <laughs> lake, work, bl- you, or lake, d- lake blood sounds very familiar.
0: Long night can blood. Yeah, that, that's that's the. That one, one sounds most lake most haunted. That
1: sounds. That sounds like. That sounds like the cheap knockoff. what he's actually called? You know, when it's not. It's not Jason Voorhees. It's Barry like, Maury. It's, it's like
0: the ITV Ghost Hunt special. Yeah, it's the <laughs> first one. It's
1: got to be the first
0: one. <laughs> it is. Yeah, Long Night Camp Blood is the first one. Camp Blood. Yeah, was and there, there were there were some really bad B movies called Camp Blood. Yeah. Which I think I think it's I so, it's so so simple. It was like, oh, they're at camp. What's scary? blood well b- back in the day um when blockbusters around i rented camp blood and camp blood too and the uh camp camp movie uh campgrounds killer movies where the killer's a clown oh, and huh? um back
1: in the day i learned the very valuable lesson as
0: a young teen is don't judge a film by its cover <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i learned that from movie poster with the film um Tom Cruise, he's in a, he's in a coma, he's ugly, but Greening then, the sky? that's the one. Oh Christ. That's when I learned to never listen to critics because critics the,
0: fucking love that film. I broke the rule in that, that, you know, the cardinal sinner not talking in the cinema. Yeah. I was, I was 15 when that film came out, 15 and, I remember about three quarters of the film. I just went, shit. <laughs> I was so bored. I was so bored. Of that what, movie. I love,
1: what I love about Best about it, the moral of that film is that pretty much nothing that happens after 20 minutes is actually important to the storyline. So not only have the film wasted your time, you've wasted your own time. <laughs> what grabs
0: Robbie Freeling through the bedroom window in the film Poltergeist?
1: Is it A, a tree or is it B, a ghost? a tree or a ghost and as i recall i've seen my poltergeist they make a big thing about the tree outside so it's the tree it is more specifically a very wise tree as they keep telling us <laughs> throughout the movie yes it's wise because it knows when it knows when his characters tend to die it's just like well the script says you gotta fuck off
0: we're moving on to question 25 What? 1953 horror movie was remade in 2005 with Paris Hilton in the <gasps> lead role. I've
1: randomly said to this. All right, you only know fall asleep when you say balls. Mm. This might not be the film. Have you got? Have you got options? No, it might not be it. Would you answer a question? Mm. Has it got Elizabeth Cooper in it? I believe it does, and I
0: think does it have Michael? The guy from One Tree Hill, Michael...
1: I I do know who you're talking about. Yeah, I believe it is. So randomly the night I was falling asleep and just before I fell asleep, I went, The House of Wax is a terrible film. It is. And the original... And and was like... What are you talking about? And I knew I'd said it, but weirdly, I thought I said it in my dream, so it didn't come out loud. <laughs> it's not the original, got Vincent Price in it. Yeah, the, yeah. and
0: the original's really good. I actually yeah. really, really like the first, uh, the,
1: the original movie. Um, the House of Wax that ends with a fire in the House of Wax. And you just think, well, if you've got a House of Wax, why would you make the fucking walls out of wax, you pillock? Because once again, fire
0: <laughs> is the ultimate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> fucking fire is the most re- reoccurring character in this month. Um, yeah, mate, it, that's it, that's the problem with the Hellraiser franchise, mate. They never just sort of you know fuck you, fire.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, Alicia Cuthbert, Chad Michael Murray, Chad
1: Michael Murray, and Jared
0: Padalecki, the one of the supernatural boys ah, Not that one, the, the other old one. one. Yeah, not the one, not the boys one. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's a movie. I went to cinema to watch that
1: one. <laughs> it technically is a film.
0: Oh, where's my notes? I've lost my notes. Come on.
1: I can't lose another. You're so close.
0: House yeah. of Wax was the right answer. Question twenty six: What film was A Quiet Place intended to be the sequel to? So not the John Krasinski, the John Krasinski movie. Yeah. What did the studio want it to be a sequel to? Um, in the interest in, of playing the game, and because we are close, I will give you a clue. I will yield for a clue, but as soon as you say, I've realised I didn't need the clue.
1: You got an answer, have you? You got you want to lock it in, or do you want to hear the clue? No, I need the clue because I'm, I'm, I've got like three films I can't decide The two. film
0: was set in New York but filmed in
1: LA. Oh no, that doesn't help at all. <laughs> it doesn't help at all.
0: It had three sequels, two sequels three film, three films in total. The third one was in space. <laughs>
1: It was. It was.
0: The third one was in space. And the second one had John Goodman in an underground bunker.
1: Oh. The third one was in space. Of course it is. Yeah.
0: Cloverfield. That's your rule, James. Third (laughs) or fourth, go to space. There you go. When you have run out of ideas, go to space. Because remember, in space, space, (laughs) no one can hear the critics' reviews. (laughs) In 27, uh, question 27. How many urban legend films are there? Are you
1: right? So I know the first one, and I know the second one's got
0: random, isn't it? Jared Lowe in the
1: second one. Jared Lowe's in the first one. Oh, he's in
0: the first one. With Tara Reid and. Fuck off. I know Robert Robert,
1: uh, Robert England's in it. Don't they have like a really generic title, like The Final Cut? Mm. Really? That's the second one. The final. Oh, it's the second one's called The Final Cut. Mm. Definitely a third one. <laughs> Because cause that's how these films work. And the third one, because of like Reckoning. Bloody Mary
0: in 2005. <laughs> Interestingly, did only didn't get past 2005. Yeah, free movie, straight to DVD, the third one, Bloody Mary, uh, free. Now I know you're going to get the next one because it taps in. <laughs> it you, if, you,
1: how many times does
0: it blink? <laughs> if, if horror is in your forte, what is? What's your, what's your forte? Oh,
1: it was sci-fi. Perhaps so sci-fi,
0: maybe an entertainment of some kind. Oh,
1: Buffet. Um, no,
0: not, not a TV show <laughs>
1: okay.
0: Maybe with physical specimens Of man Yeah what kind of sport I like A well, like, b- yeah. bit more manly than that A <laughs> bit more Three more leotards And pants.
1: <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to get at Wrestling <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> oh, oh I don't think I was supposed to get it From that game <laughs>
0: I love chilling in my pants.
1: Wrestling. You're obviously not chilling. Which wrestler
0: starred in the 2006 horror See No Evil? I know this.
1: Is it, for the audience at home, is it Kane, Goldberg, or Kevin Nash? Kevin Nash, Kevin Nash is a good actor. I like Kevin Nash. Unfortunately, in this circumstance, uh, so it was Kane. It was Kane. It well was done. Kane. <laughs> and Goldberg, yes. Goldberg famously in uh, Santa Sleighs, where he plays a murderer Santa Claus. There you
0: go. <laughs> yes, he did. Kevin Nash in an episode of Sabrina the Teenage Witch oh. and uh, Longest Yard, which was a sound of the movie. Chad, throw you off the scent there, you know, James. Goldberg's also in that film. Yes, he is. <laughs> Definitely knew that. <laughs> The, uh, this is my favorite. <laughs> this is my favorite question. Oh, here we go. This is my favorite question of The whole thing. Name one of the thirteen ghosts. <laughs> Name one of the thirteen ghosts from Thirteen Ghosts. I'll accept
1: any one. Of them. <laughs> I'm gonna say one. I think because there's thirteen, I get two chances. So if the no, first no, one's wrong. No, you spit
0: wrong, more. Just go for it. What do you think? The
1: princess. Spitball, James. Anything, anything you. I remember there's one that, the, the, like the Beauty Queen. No, the Impaler. The Beauty Queen. No,
0: the Impaler. No, <sighs> the Brute. No, let's think of the. How did the movie start? What's the first one they capture? Can you remember what he was the called? Shria? No, that's the one that they really talk about his name although the way through, They're like, we've got to capture him. Oh wait a minute, Tony Shalhoub's wife. She's the thirteenth one. What? Yeah, but what is her? What's her ghost name? The mother? No. The
1: wife. What? What is it about go, her? Go, go, she loves. She's the love ghost. Heart.
0: I don't know. What about it though? You're close. That's that. It's it's that.
1: The the blood. The. Wait. Let me think about it. Some think. of the other ones. Think, think of the other ghosts in the movie. There's one that's got like an axe in his head. The axe ghost. <laughs> no the thing is they were all given like really complex storyline that came across they sold them as like I can't uh, believe you can't at the beginning of the movie there's a fucking beast of a a, Behemoth
0: no no but he's he's like they're in a like car destruction yards like what do they call that like a junkyard like a scrap heap place and there's this fucking badass ghost coming at him and they keep going like it's the so and so and he's shit scary and he later kills Matthew Lillard
1: in it well that's just sad do you want <laughs> the town prince do you mean the torn prince
0: the angry princess <laughs> <laughs> the 13 ghosts are the firstborn son the torso which if you're in there that's the one I want <laughs> Because it's just a torso. I I think I've got my chances against the torso. (laughs) The bound woman, the withered lover, the torn prince, the angry princess, the pilgrim mess, the pilgrims, the great child of the dire mother, right? The hammer, jackal, the juggernaut. 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 The hammer was the, was the guy with like all the cogs sticking out his face. The juggernaut was the big fucker at the beginning of the movie that later comes back I was going to give you the clue of Vinnie Jones. The, the broken. bitch. I would have got bro- that as well. Now, I'm... I got the Angry Princess. No, I, I, I'm, all right. You got four more questions. No, the reason I think I got that right was because the first thing I said
1: was the princess.
0: You did say the princess, to be fair. You did.
1: And I haven't seen 13 ghosts in about 13 million years. None of us have. <laughs> None go. of us have, changed. And I got Tony Shalhoub's wife was the 13 ghosts. I think I got enough yeah yeah Just doing this quiz and I
0: remembered Matthew Lillard was in it so to, between us we've got that movie B here we go <laughs> we completed it right never need to see again and it had um Nadia from American Pie in
1: it it did Elizabeth and F. Maury Abraham F. Maury Abraham <laughs> was in it and he wasn't dead and he pretended to be there you go and that was our review of 13 Ghosts. Tony Shalhoub was in it Tony <gasps> Shalhoub was in it we whilst, all remember that whilst making the film uh, whilst making the TV series Monk hmm
0: Matthew Lillard who was in Scream callback four questions left All right five even question 30 who is the Springfield slasher better known as
1: so using Springfield Springfield as a location Springwood Springwood the Springwood slasher uh, I still want to say it's Freddy Krueger
0: it is Freddy Krueger yeah Last year, Netflix released the trilogy holo, the trilogy of horror. Fucking hell. Last year, Netflix released the trilogy of horror, Fear Street. Yep. The films took place over a period of three time zones. Name any one of those three years. 86. I'm gonna give you a chance to reconsider that, James. There are three years to consider.
1: Two sacks. There wasn't
0: an 80s movie. I'll give you that. There wasn't, there was a movie in the 90s that gives you one in nine chance, 10 chance. There was a movie in the 70s and then there
1: was a old, old one. (sighs) Yeah, that's the one I'm not going to get because it was set. I know, I know the story. Something
0: significant happened that year though. Not to do with this movie, just in English history. (gasps) 1666. Yeah, the Val Hastings. (laughs) A character in Line of Duty, and I'm not sure if I've mentioned this in the last few weeks, James. Cracking TV show. You it? <laughs> You could have had 1994, 1978, or 19, uh, 1666.
1: Oh, of course yeah. it's the 60s. I am getting
0: confused. With I think you get, I put this next one in and I thought, James is going to know that one. Okay. In a heartbeat. James, so no, I definitely won't get it. <laughs> a lichen is a species of what horror creature? Let the people at home I'm think. I'm going to
1: let them go. While they're thinking, can I tell you about a series of films that we didn't really talk about much last week? Um It's really good. It's like vampires versus werewolves. Yeah, It's called The Underworld? Mm. Underworld. And everyone really likes it. I like the small things that it was. I think it's always crap and I hate it. However, the director went into so much so that... Kate Beckinsale and everyone all the actors shot with guns trying not to blink because it's one of the one things that you can't do and that's why they wear sunglasses in the Matrix to take away from the mystique but in this they're not wearing sunglasses they don't blink when they find their guns
0: those kind of facts change that yeah, was, make this the you know the five star podcast that it is also
1: I get confused is this the film when they call Werewolf's Lackens no it's this one yeah it's this one yeah.
0: Werewolf yeah well done what is the name is this the last question no you got two <clears throat> what is the name of Morticia and Gomez's first born child so you've got, assuming Hand isn't one of their kids. <laughs> I hope not. I yeah, got can you two. imagine giving birth to that? I suppose you've got one of two
1: options here. I always give, So Wednesday's big at the minute. So she's, got a, she's got a TV show coming out.
0: But was she older than the other one?
1: Pugsley. I think Pugsley was first. I'm sure it goes Pugsley Wednesday. Are oh, they twins? It's a true question? You're tricky, But one
0: right? still come out before the other. I'm going Pugsley then. You're right. Pugsley came on a Tuesday.
1: True. You don't no. It. <laughs> oh my god! Last question.
0: Last question. Oh my, it, right, it's multiple choice. You have got one or two answers. So what's this then? This is question thirty-four. To defeat thirty-five. No, this is thirty-four. Oh okay. The last question of the game. And I can't get this wrong, so I need to get this one right. You need to get this right. It's all down to this question. To be, Again. defeat Adam Sandler Again. <laughs> and to be put back into hypersleep, even though the droid's dead. What item is multiple choice? So you have got one in one of two options. What item did Nancy? Pull out of her dream in a nightmare on Elm Street. Was don't, it?
1: I don't need him. Don't need him, mate. I'm gonna give them to people him. at home. Just, just so you, I'm gonna mime it, so you knew I knew the answer before.
0: Was it Freddie's hat or was it a piece of his sweater? <laughs> you're doubting yourself now, aren't you? You're giving it the fucking Barry.
1: I did give it the Barry. you are giving but it I... the
0: Barry, and you're all like, "Oh fucking hell, I know this shit." And then he dropped a piece of sweater. his miming hat, and I've put a piece of sweater.
1: Which one was it, James? what did he do? James, come on, tell me. Yeah. The reason, was the, it his hat or was it a bit of a sweater? The reason I thought it was his hat, because I always thought that if I was Nancy's dad and I went in there, it was like, he's real, I've got a hat. I'd be like, oh, nice hat. That hat stinks. <laughs> so,
0: so, hat. I am, for the people at home as well, I'm talking about the original, because I said Nancy. So before anyone goes, well, actually in the remake, she grabbed a bit of his sweater. It was hat. It was hat. It was hat. It was hat. Well done, James. Burn that fucker alive with your lightsaber, cutting its head off. All the sandlers are defeated. You've got a nice necklace of earrings. Mm, bit weird. I'm gonna go wake someone up now and impress them with my ears. <laughs> and go for a drink with Markusine as the robot bartender. Um, I survived. I'm, you did good. You did with, good with some,
1: with, with some definite definite
0: greatness. Now, I'll be honest. I wrote this a couple like a week ago, and reading them tonight to you as we went through them I forgot a lot of them as I was going through it uh, I was like oh that was a, a good question I know
1: that because because you started laughing when you, when you asked me how many times you blinked <laughs> but also um, I thought they were quite hard they were quite hard they were, they were,
0: they, I don't the whole point of these these episodes are like they shouldn't be generic knowledge that a lot of film goers go for the whole point about these episodes is to shed a light on some of the... foot, Like last year when we asked the question, what chainsaw did Leatherface use? Yes. Which I thought was a really good question last year.
1: It was a really good question.
0: Um it's Sales of that model shot They did afterwards, <laughs> afterwards, yeah. I mean, it was, you know, it's a far superior handheld uh chainsaw device. Did my biggest regret... Self-lubricating is, as well, if I remember. My,
1: my best... My, it was, actually. Mm. My, my biggest regret is, I should have known it was once and not none, because why would you say your choice? If it was none, you would have gone, what, none? or 1,733, because it had to be one. Mm. But then
0: if you were the actor, wouldn't you be like, oh, fuck, can we redo that take? I blinked.
1: I want to see this fucking scene, we blinks
0: <laughs> You know, we, we we talked about who was the heaviest villain, who was the tallest, Six. how many pins and pinheads had. Yeah. Screen time.
1: Fucking Don Shieldy.
0: Don Shieldy, <laughs> you yeah. You fucking dick. That's our show. Let us know, out of 34, how many did you get? What weapon did you select? And did you slay all the Adam Sandlers in this quest for intergalactic peace? That's our show for this week. Thank you so much for downloading. Enjoy your Halloween. And if I don't see you later, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Goodbye.